Howard, I got stuck on a jet ski last week. They're fun. You got one? I see pictures. Did you yeah. get one? I just they're like I just responsibly. Now. They're oh like boats God. now. This guy gets on his thing like Mr. Bean and just starts <laughs> crashing into shit. Dude, you have to you have to learn the waterways. Man. I was <laughs> respect the sea. I was I was absolutely panicking. Young man in the sea. I was. I don't, dude, I don't think the you tide. Res, you the don't respect the water. The tide went out so fast. Just dude, there was people Dumbass. clamming. There was people clamming. We have a word for that, Goyam. Yeah, seriously. Call them goyim. He Look doesn't. At the goyim on the beach. But he doesn't know what the um, he doesn't know what the buoys do. Well, now I know. No, but you really do. You really know? Yeah. Good. Because that's what the the reason they're there is to keep you out of too shallow water. No, I know, I know, I know. And the tide was going. Listen, out. I've gotten stuck places too, so I'm just saying you have to respect the sea. Respect, like you can't even tip those now. They're not fun. Yes, you can. They're boats. Oh, I'll talk. No, I mean you can tip them. You got to try to tip them. You have to try and tip it. It takes effort, but oh, yeah. No, actually, there's a great analogy between being stuck out at sea. It's like being stuck in some shitty companies at higher prices. Look at it's that. almost hard to. <laughs> right? Now, 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 now it's you just hard to be Kathy Woods. Now it's actually hard to do what she's done. Now you just can't leave. It's hard to beat Daily Decay. All right. Uh, guys, how are we fun. looking? What's that? In Brooklyn. How's life? Looks good. Yeah. You guys, wait, have fun. you guys not met before? It's third fun time now. Oh my God, third fun. Have you guys, <laughs> first fun. Have you guys met before? Yeah. Once. Oh, okay. We All met right. once in person at uh, Solana, or at uh, same thing, but yeah, multi-point. Um, you top. met on chain? We met at the top. We met on chain. <laughs> okay. We met at the top. We did, it was fun. Right. That was the happiest room of people I've ever yeah, been the, the, Some of these NFT assholes that are acting like uh, IRL parties or like they're like disrupting like- the uh, they're like disrupting you know, I'm life. doing an IRL party tonight for my NFT. You are, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's my like, NFT makes sense. No, oh my God, it's revolutionary. We're getting together in person. Here's what's revolutionary. The fact that it isn't revolutionary. Ooh. It's a feature. That's what it is. I like NFTs, but come on. Give NFTs me a break. are the deal, but it's I got, just a feature. I got, I, got this, I got this theory that the people that have sold NFTs to the public, mm -hmm. like at this point, mm -hmm. have to come up with something in the physical world before they get deemed securities. So they can say, no, it was really like, no no disrespect, Gary V, whatever, but I, like, he like- He has he, a squirrel that sold for 300 grand. Right, but then he threw an event and he met all his fans and yeah. he's great with his fans and he yeah. took photos with them. Yeah. Nobody can go back to Gary V and be like, you, see, you sold the fucking squirrel on a piece of paper and it's a security. Right. Cause he can say, no, it was it's admission. Art. Forget, yeah. the, it's not art. It was admission no, I, no, to his, my event, uh, yeah. and here's what you got for it. I agree. Therefore, there was function. Yeah. Therefore, it's not a That's security. That's what I'm doing with the comedy thing. There's function. So cover your ass if you sold an NFT. Yeah. Go, go, go take pictures of people who bought or, it. Or just tweet something nice to Gary Gensler. I don't know if that's going to work as well. What are we doing tonight? Oh, uh, I can talk a little bit about it. Tonight is mainly a, a, a fun stand-up night, okay. professional stand-ups. And we're, we're I mean, I'm explaining this NFT concept that we're launching around comedy. It's like a class pass for comedy. And the NFT powers all the rewards. So it's just a simple idea. All right. So who's going to be Chappelle and Seinfeld are coming tonight? You have Seinfeld? Someone, someone may show up. That's amazing. So I can't. I don't know. The agents are yeah. all friends and we don't know who's going to show up. Oh, wow. So the NFT and a We're not on right now. Yeah, we are. We are. All right. So don't say anything. We'll keep it. We'll keep it in stealth mode. 
No, I'll explain it live because I want Packy to. Oh, we're on. We're live. <laughs> we're, we're live. We're live. We've right. been we've been taping you since you got. I've been the picking my nose for yeah, the last yeah. five minutes. Okay. The uh, the NFT to me is is a feature. The NFT to me, forgetting all the, I mean, we've named this stuff so bad, Satoshi's, Bitcoins, NFTs, yeah. but an NFT to me is like a card. As much as I didn't get NBA Top Shot, that's what it is. It's, a mem- like, it's a membership card. I think it's like a membership. You so show it like the Copacabana. Remember in that long scene when he's, walking, his girl, good, yeah, when he's yeah. walking her to the bar? It's, you need velvet ropes. Yeah. Okay. And to me, an NFT is, is something that will make the internet brighter, faster, lighter. It's your way into more stuff. And especially on a blockchain that's public, the more information I input into my NFT, I tell you my age, the type of comedy I like, uh, where I'm from, um, the more t- I, more information I load into this NFT, theoretically, the more I could personalize comedy for them stop or not, their experience. Stop nodding your head, Packy. I don't even know. <laughs> I love so it. So I'm saying I've had to watch all this happen and mm. make fun of it for two years, even though I'm investing in it. But now I'm just so fed up. I wanted to show people what I think they are. And well, the only way to do this is to learn by well, doing. Well, two things so about that. Watching. Number one, like you have been building communities since I've since Correct. I've known you. But Not you don't, well, but building them. No, right. no. But you don't just build a community. You've built like a series of communities and then have found ways to have them overlap. Yeah. And they've is, always sucked at being a business. So yeah. the worst business to be in pre-Web3, this is the – this is why it – Web3 pisses me off is because everybody's putting the, the cloak of community around something and says, come to my Discord room, the most Web1 place on earth, uh, which is fine. Discord's a cool product, but I don't want to use Discord. And I don't want to use Discord because it sullies the word community to me because I've built communities. Yeah. But we finally have a way to build a great business around community. It doesn't have to be a billion-dollar business, which is the second problem. And yeah. Dreesen and the VCs have come in saying – Web3, Web3, we're not going to have the next Facebook, but here's a billion dollars to build the next Facebook. And that's not what Web3 is. Web3 is like, remember when they had a car and it rained and you crashed because there were no windshield wipers. So Web3 is just like windshield what wipers. If- it's like a feature that goes on the car, which is the car is the internet. And if you use Web3 well, there'd be new business models for small businesses to create giant businesses. The art of Web2, what made Web2 so amazing was Instagram. You won't remember this, but as an entrepreneur, I was like, holy f***, they have 12 employees and sold for a billion dollars. I do remember. That was the last company that did that other than WhatsApp. Then every company raised billions of dollars and hired thousands of people that they didn't need to build public companies. Okay. Dude, it worked. I started on Now Inst- the art. I started on Instagram. He's not done, Josh. He's not oh, done. No, hold on. I started on Instagram because you were tweeting. Packy, we're not going to get a word. Your Instagrams. You were. And back then they let you. Twitter yeah, allowed the photo itself. they should itself. have kept doing it. They should have kept doing it. But no, I was sure. like, oh, I follow this guy on Twitter. I'll follow him on Instagram Correct. too. It was 20... 20- Oh, nine, 2010. Yeah. And I was doing golf pictures. But the, the point is the art of a company like what you guys are doing at the compound. Remember I said, you guys should get out of the wealth management business and just be a YouTube channel, right? And now you can do both. Yeah. Because you can truly monetize. And you don't have to leave YouTube to do it. Yeah. That's the lie. Is like, let's go build a YouTube on the blockchain. Okay, good luck. YouTube's pretty damn good. You know what would be good with YouTube? A way to take my community off YouTube. And give them extra stuff. And the more information they give me on a public blockchain, the more shit I can give them. And that's where we need to go. And so the art is, wouldn't it be cool if everybody could build an Instagram? That should be the art. How do I get to a billion exit with four people? That should be the new game. How few – it's like Kerplunk. The more 
Like, oh, good game. The more you could pull out without the – there was always a guy like Trump who would just pull out everything at once and see all the marbles crash to see what the world looked like. I won. He would he would pull out – like you can imagine Trump as a kid. He'd play Kerplunk and he would just pull them all out on the first turn. He goes, you're an idiot. And he goes, no, I won. Yeah. Look at all the marbles. And then there was the other kid like me who would like fight with people because I didn't want to be the one that would have one marble fall. Okay. And I think we're at that phase of Kerplunk where you should try and just – Elegantly, not knock marbles off, and cut. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> Good job, Howard. <laughs> got it. Right. Got it. All Is right. that today's title? I'm so Kirk wasted. Point? Let's get the show started, John. I'm what so do you think? Wasted. We love you. All right, let's get. Yeah, let's let's click it up. Wait a minute, that wasn't on. <laughs> no, we're on. Right, don't worry. No, that's a pre-show. That. You just did that. That's so, uh, that pre-show. Does that make any sense? Yes, it's good. It's yeah. great. Marbles. Marbles. <laughs> Trump and Kerplunk. Welcome to The Compound and Friends. All opinions expressed by me, Michael Batnick, and our castmates are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Ritholtz Wealth Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Direction. Duncan, did you know that they've got a new ETF, the breakfast ETF? I, I've heard about it. You've heard. Okay. So inside of that ETF, you get access to commodities, which are one of the few bright spots of 2022. In that portfolio, in that fund, you've got things that you would find at your breakfast table. Bacon. I know you don't need that, Duncan, but you drink some OJ. I do. You're a grains guy. Yep. Coffee. Yep. Milk in your coffee? Uh, oat milk. Oh, milk. Okay. That's not going to make it. But anyway, inside of this ETF, this breakfast ETF, that's what you get. So if you are interested in learning more for yourself, you can go to direction.com. Of course, that's a www.direction.com. Yo, the compounded friends, <laughs> buckle up for this episode. Two fan favorites. Two of our good friends. Packy McCormick is here. Packy. I know you don't no. know that yet because he hasn't had a chance to... <laughs> To jump in, Howie Lindzen's in the house. We wrote, uh, we professionalized this a little bit since the last time you were here. Howard is the co-founder and chairman of StockTwits and the founder and managing partner of Social Leverage, an early stage VC fund. Packy McCormick is the founder of Not Boring Capital, also an early stage VC fund. Packy writes a substack called Not Boring. If you've been listening to the show, you are already subscribed. If you are new to the show, Stop what you're doing. Subscribe to Not Boring on Substack. Uh, Packy talks about early stage investing, Web3, and other finance-related topics. Uh, isn't Aren't we on to Web4 yet? We're on to Web5. Did you see Jack Dorsey came out with no, Web5? Can, so catch I'm, – I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not on Twitter. Catch me up. So Web3 is dead. Okay. Um, it died two weeks ago? It died, I think. Doesn't two- have to live. It was still born. It never was born in the yeah. first place. Okay, yeah, it was born no, kidding, with a leg. Now, now I know these, these things get clipped and shared and whatever. So Web three is not dead, but Jack and crew oh no, we're just going to use Block, that part. Yeah, of course, uh, Jack and crew at Block came out with Web five, which is their nod. Jack's Jack's whole thing has been the VC Wait, zone. We skip, Web three. Well, we skip Web Web four is you it's leave your irony, house. It's, it's irony. It's Web two plus Web three. Web, Web five four is when okay. you reorganize Twitter and Square. Right. Yeah. Did that happen we yet? Skip. No, he just okay. wants to pass that part. All right. So it's Web five. Now what? I mean, I would I would presume six. So, so Web five, I think, is there's no tokens. <laughs> <I would> presume six. <laughs> I, there's no tokens. Good. Everything's built on 
Bitcoin kind of, which is not something that you can really do, but they're figuring out how to build it on, on Bitcoin. And you have identity and different. I, I don't really understand Web five. Oh, you just need a layer above Bitcoin. You could use Bitcoin. Yeah, okay, so it's, it's a layer above. It's a layer above Bitcoin. Bitcoin okay, owned to by 11. to solve the challenge of Web three being owned by VCs. Web five is being owned by Block, which is the public company that that Jack Dorsey runs. Oh, so they have their own blockchain. Yeah, uh, their own something his, on top of Bitcoin. So centralized decentralization. <laughs> centralized decentralization. And Jay Z is somehow probably involved. Uh, Jay Z is probably involved with decentralized he, he, he identity. Did the blueprint. Why is Web six afraid of Web seven? Because Web 7, 8, <laughs> Web 9. There we go. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, what's so funny is this is just more web. Like, let's be honest. The internet's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Only Google can be – let's just have some groundwork. People like – in a world where we can all just shoot each other up right now with AR-15 because I have one, the, uh, the fact that we're trying to break up Google in a world that has AR-15s in schools is silly. So the only thing that can beat Google is Google. We have to admit that. Google is the only thing that can destroy Google. Therefore, Web 3 is stupid. It's just the web. Web 2 was kind of stupid, but at least I'm loyal to Web 2 because Twitter, YouTube, Hang on. Facebook, Counterpoint. LinkedIn all came out this, at the this, same this, time. This part of it made sense to me. The simple example of Gangnam Style, right? Okay. There was a billion views. Mm -hmm. The consumers of his video helped for it to go viral. Mm -hmm. Gangnam Style produced the content. And who made the money? YouTube. No, I, I hear what you're saying, but it doesn't mean Web3. There's just new ways to use the web. Counter, counterpoint. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I agree with you there. So he puts his video on the blockchain, which is inaccessible He'll to- never do that. To nobody Correct. other than like 12 people who Today. give a shit. Today. We're still Today. so early. He doesn't know. <laughs> it doesn't he doesn't get know. Time out. It. it doesn't get discovered by five-year-olds who play it eight million times each. Correct. And it never becomes anything Correct. because it's so obscure. So the Web3 is just tucked away. You should use YouTube. But if you're if you're the compound, I'm not saying you should have an NFT. God forbid, like because it's we too don't. hard. No, there's but an it's animal hard spirits because, uh, NFT though. Well, okay. we we raised a hundred thousand dollars for charity. Yeah, with NFTs. That's Web three. That case. charity That's was Joe Kwan. What's that? <laughs> Does that go to Kathy Woods? Uh, endangered. <laughs> no traders? kid hungry. Endangered traders on CNBC. <laughs> endangered traders. <laughs> She's a genius. Only she could beat Daily Decay. Where were we? I Wait, don't should know. we break up Apple? What about that? Again. I'm, I, I'm over my pay grade. I will just say Apple's a tough one because they're just executing so well and everybody's playing checkers to their chess and I'm long Apple and I hate that Warren Buffett owns 42% of it. So yeah, I'd like to break it up just to f*** with him. The old how many? That's two f But it's also but, tan but it's tangible products versus break up Facebook, break up and Google. And I trust Apple more than the government. Let's just like all these people who are railing on Apple. I trust them more than my government. I trust Google more than my government. So starting there, I don't need them broken up because I want my wallet on Apple. Because if I'm going to sell an NFT or have an NFT product or have an NFT community, I would like to tell my clients who are at different ages who all love the same thing that they can get it on an Apple or Google wallet and they don't have to buy Ethereum to get into my community because I've just lost 80% of the people that could actually well, enjoy I asked, my I NFT. asked that question. Nobody gave me a good answer. I asked that question six months ago. It's like, okay, let's say you fall in love with a particular NFT, right? You just, you love the art or the artist. Well, there's already or, something wrong with it. Or you. what it's connected to. No, no, no. But like, if, why can't I just buy this with a credit card? Why do I have you to can't. Why do I have Around you can't, you Discord, can't. Nifty, but it should be easier. And wallets and moving money and, and flow blockchain. You can, like Josh. Yes, you can. you can. But they're not. So then but it's those not really wouldn't be NFT. public blockchains. That Hold would on. be a private blockchain. I'm buying a secret decoder ring then from the back of a comic book in 1950. Yeah. There's really no difference. Almost. I'm in the Beatles fan club. Yeah. Like, that's what I bought. But that was static. Yeah. I agree with you. That was static. That in my comedy example, 
let me give you try and give you one other. Well, why example. does there have to be let a secondary you market example. for it? What was point. the best thing of Web two? We won't we won't remember until I tell you you won't remember it. What what was the best thing pre web was QVC. You go on QVC and if your product hit, you were a billionaire. And you sold schmatas to a million blue yeah. hairs and they put it in their garage. It was like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Web two comes along. Let's call it Web Two for now. And what were the best business models? Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, huge social media network selling ads. The worst business idea. What were the most interesting companies? We hated them. Groupon, flash sale sites. What was so interesting about Web2 was you could take everybody on the internet and push them to Fred's sandwich shop at a specific time. That was Groupon's business model. Almost genius. But that was Web2, the power of, of turning the whole internet right. on, a, on a thing. YouTube could do it. Everybody could do it. But what happened was everybody went to Fred's sandwich shop at one. He had not enough bread. Uh, he ran out of meat. Everybody took a piss on his on his door and gave him a one-star Yelp review. Dorchester so did that. No? So what Dorchester happened is – no, but hang on. That's yeah. Web 2. So what happened was everybody lost except Groupon. So the traffic was sent. Terrible experience. The guy went out of business no food, because yeah. he got a one-star. But that was so close to Nirvana. Web 3 would be, in my vision, sending the right people – to that place all the time and not charging for you to send them to that person all the time because I run a lean business and I don't need to own the email. I, he owns my NFT, so I don't care where he goes. I, my job is to make that member happy, Amex, uh, Amex Platinum, and to create millions of Amex Platinums for very different verticals. And that's Web3, which is taking the best part of what Web2 turned out to be a mess, Groupons and the flash sale sites and class passes, and reverse it and make them elegant but again, versions of But again, if I them. buy a membership to something like that, so let's say so let's say you and I agree, Fred Sandwich Shop is amazing. I want to eat here forever. I want preferential treatment when I come. And yeah, I want like the four square mayor. A little yeah, bit. I, want, I want the ability to flex. Like if I go there with all my friends, I want to show them that like I'm all right. So all the all the good stuff that you would theoretically get from an NFT in mm -hmm. the real world. Why does there have to be a secondary market for that? Why can't I just buy it from Should Fred? It but there can be open. Why does it have to but trade on its own currency? Well, it doesn't. It's insane to but me. that's. But uh, hang on. Well, let's, but that's non-fungible and a non-fungible, <laughs> non-fungible theoretically, in my view, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong because I'm learning myself. That's why I'm excited because I'm finally understanding this. Is as soon as you tell me it's a token, I'm out. But even though a non-fungible token is a token, it's a token. My comedy thing is not meant to trade. If I do my job good as a company, so it's not an NFT. It's called, it's a non-fungible NFT. It's whatever it is, a card, <laughs> art, whatever you want to call it. It's sitting okay. on digitally on a blockchain. When they flash that, mm. okay. I don't want them to trade. I don't want it to be a security. The number one thing I did when I started this company is hire a securities attorney, the best, Ethan at Lowenstein, said, keep me out of jail. This better not be a security. Yeah, make okay. sure this doesn't this but, doesn't have the expectation but it, of But a, the goal a, a of creating a great community is to create such uncommon value to the limited amount of members that you hand out. And they have to trust you're not going to keep printing these, that they do trade because someone who loves comedy has to bid it up to get another comedy person to part with the uncommon value that that person gets from the card. Now, there's different levels, too. So in comedy, for instance, my idea, sharing it because it's all open source, is I like comedy. You like comedy. We know we don't want to put in the work to go on stage every night, but we know we're pretty funny. And we know we wouldn't kill, but we could theoretically kill. Like if like Friends didn't do well until it was positioned or Seinfeld didn't do well until it was positioned before Friends, right? 
guess what? That helped. So couldn't you kill if you went on five minutes before Dave Chappelle? If you knew the audience was there to laugh and knew you only had to do two minutes and get off yes. the stage Just before Chappelle, to go on how much would you pay for that right? And that's another level of NFT, meaning mm. Howard Lindsay will pay a hundred grand to own a comedy black card that allows him to go on stage certain times before certain people, a power card. That allows it. What comic? That's a cool. What comic, I'm though. in. I love it. What love comic it. wants an app? What comic wants wants an amateur? Joking, right? I'm not though. joking. Exactly. It makes and, sense. And, and my job is to make sure that the right people who want that. No, I got to create governance to make sure Live doesn't buy all the tokens and send Saudi sheiks to do comedy because that wrecks the community. So you still have to have governance. That's where community comes in. How can you control who buys the token? They're not going to stop. What? How can you control who buys the token? You can't, but you can set governance up to know if the club calls and said, your your member who we let in took a piss on the stage, that you take away their token. That's how you call it. New rule. Whoever has the Chewbacca is talking. (laughs) Packy, Packy, tell me why this stuff has to be a, why does it have to be a token? Why can't, why can't it just be a, a membership? I think if it's Same just part. one particular use case, it could certainly be a membership. I think there is value to the hype. Like in, in this example, when you asked why Chappelle would want an amateur to go on ahead of him, there's some value to the early hype of like saying it's an NFT and then Chappelle's like, okay, that sounds cool. Actually, I'll let the NFT holder come up on stage. I think we're still, I mean, I'm going to say we're still so early, but we're in that point where like, you know, the classic Carlotta Perez, like there's all this excitement a bunch of money attracted to the space, people trying a bunch of things, a million of those things are going to fail. And the excitement's like part of the thing right now. Howard's out there trying something that he probably wouldn't have tried otherwise if this new technology weren't here. A lot of these use cases are going to wash out. And then there's going to be things with utility. There's not going to be people selling secondary versions of this for a million dollars. But let's say I, I just had a kid and I'm not going to be able to go to comedy shows for the next two years instead of like building so up all of- 10 years, I would say. Packy, the problem is, let me just jump in real quick. The problem is, Here, I think- you want the Thank you. People are, people have, have little patience for this bullshit because of all of the predatory scams surrounding Web3, totally. crypto. And because so I fire think, beware. No, I agree. In I'm a, saying, in it's a not, world where you I'm, can get a bullet at Walmart, I agree. Like people. I agree that we're so early and that we have yet to see real use cases. And I'm saying the reason why people have no tolerance for the bullshit is because of all the scams. Totally. One of the biggest challenges of this thing, right, is that like any other new technology, you can't typically invest in like the most cutting edge technology unless you're a venture capitalist or unless something goes early or goes public really, really early. What was the point you made in your blog today? That's exactly exactly this point that you're like combining this really early technology, smart contracts, which is kind of what all this stuff is built on, was developed, were developed seven years ago. It was like the first time they were mentioned in a white paper and we're seven years in now. And it's a it's a pretty new technology. People are trying things and anybody in the world with a wallet can go invest in these things. And so, of course, people are getting ripped off. People are, I probably, you know, the fact that, you know, just like the internet and YouTube and people are putting videos of little kids up on, on YouTube, same challenge that people are just like kind of shitty in a lot of different ways. And so all the shitty people are coming and, and doing scam So projects. hold on, we, we have to pause here. This is very important. A lot of the cutting edge technology, whether it's new proteins or airplanes or whatever, the average person had no way to get exposure financially to them. Right. Right. That's what makes this so unique. Yeah. And I think, right, like in right now, you have reason reason for that though. Cutting edge things fail all the time. Most things are not successful. So that is what protects the average person from getting wiped out from every great idea that they don't understand and want to buy yeah, into. Yeah, the, the, the bull case, not even financially, just like the this thing works case is that we're in this period where there's 
not a ton of consumer education about what to buy, what to look for, all of that kind of stuff, that there are more scam projects that there will be, that there's not good platforms that kind of filter out. And these can be open platforms and you can take your data anywhere so they don't have the same lock-in as traditional platforms, but not things that filter out all of the scams and that that stuff will certainly come. I mean, like you can swipe a credit card now to buy an NFT. Soon there'll be wallets that actually let you kind of plug in like you normally would, but buy with your credit card, but it's the same kind of like you own the NFT. So a lot of this like infrastructural stuff is being built, but yeah, people can invest in like the really, really, really early version of that. And a lot of those things are going to be scams, which is why my advice is always only either earn your tokens or buy things that you just kind of like, and you want to be a part of the community and don't do it for the speculation. When's the end date where we could all look at each other and say, you know, we tried, it's not so early. we tried. Is it 2025? How much time do we get this? Well, hang on, hang on. Let's just go back one step. Cause remember we do live in America and you make the good point about is this a security or not? Like that's the first thing. Get a damn lawyer because you, you, this is like not – this is not a – this is gray. Yeah. And if you live in China, gray means go. If you live in the United States and you're dealing with financial things, gray means slow the f*** down. And if you want to take that risk and people are out there firing off fake securities or – I think they're securities personally. Not every NFT but I think all that shit that's trading is a damn security. But again, I'm a big boy and I avoid them. Right. Or I pay 2% and 20 and gets professional to do it. Right. Okay. The the most important thing about Web3 is it's been overhyped. It happens. Like everything else. Okay. Let's yeah. go back to 2012. Go look up Fortune Magazine, Google Glass Fund. You'll see a picture of Mark Andreessen and Ben Horowitz on a cover of Fortune wearing Google Glass. Didn't work out so well. Yeah. Okay. The Web3 so far is Google Glass. Okay. Oof. Is it going to tough? It, no, but I'm just saying. If you had a Google Glass fund in 2012, your returns are not very good. If you had a BlackBerry, if you were the running the BlackBerry fund in 2010, yeah. your returns sucked. If you have a 2020 to 2022 late stage growth fund or a seed fund, likely your returns are going to be below the last 20 years. Okay, the jury's out. But the expectations were high. The amount of capital flowing in were excessive. It's a lethal and the valuation too much, were too much ridiculous. money and too much excitement. And at the same time, you had shrinkage at the top end. You have c- multiple compression going on at the same time. It's the bad. valuation. So you have multiple compression coming this way. You have Earnings. Startup valuations over here and interest rates, NPV, which every accountant has a spreadsheet and plugs in 4% instead of 0%. Like, so there's such a disconnect. Like, for years, I'd come on the show and go, what's cool is private, mar- you know, private markets are connected to the public markets. What we found out is these idiots aren't reading the data. Like founders who should be watching the stock market are still pricing their startups as if the public markets are still at all-time highs. So I Howard, never thought that would happen. J- I never thought that Jason would happen. Jason Calcanis tweeted, the experiment of overfunding startups, especially crypto projects, has been an unmitigated disaster. Yeah, but he's reading my tweets. I've been saying this for two years. Come on. <laughs> you can't. Give a founder $5 million because he says that's what will make him feel comfortable. Okay, that conversation happens every day. I go, when did a founder get it right to feel comfortable to do a startup? It's supposed to be so uncomfortable. You were st- when there's fifty people trying to give them money and they Correct. get picked. So we became price. It, it went backwards. Seed investors were all yeah. guilty a little bit, some more than others. We became price takers, not price makers. Okay. There was price discovery, the Fred Wilsons, up until 2008, 2009, we were in a price-making world. This was the price. Then YC came along and all tech stars and all – and then this abundance of everybody should have a startup. And guess what? We lost our way. We became price – basically, Tiger and all these are like Citadel, right? Like except they're on the other side. They just became price takers 
Uh, and if you're the taker of a price in 2022, you should just trade options on Robinhood. It, you got the same odds. Because, uh, by the way, you're now sitting with 10-year options that may not be worth some. You don't even know the outcome for 10 years. But really, at least with trading options, you know right away you lost the whole YOLO. <laughs> Yeah. So I just think that's really scary, and there was really sloppy behavior in the last few years. But everybody's to blame, and and that's does, where we're at. Doesn't this seem like though we're fast forwarding a, t- a typical down cycle, and like we're going to have three no. years worth of pain in six months? No, if no, if the VCs wise up and talk to the founders and explain to them the reset. But if we continue to fund startups at 2020 isn't prices. Is, isn't that what Twitter is now? Isn't Twitter basically no, you VCs guys think it's than it subtweeting is. their, wait, wait, their hang on, uh, hang on. founders? There's, there's, you can't there's have five a DJs. But Howard, there's five DJs that are playing the music. It's, it's, it's Tiger. It's, no, it isn't. How many is it? Guys, seed investing is, has to reset. Public markets have reset already. Like, if you ask me what I want to do with my capital today, if I was running $200 million, I wouldn't say start a seed fund. I'd say go trade public stocks. At least I know how to trade them because at least risk-reward-wise, I can get liquidity for the risk I'm taking. In 2006, I would say you'd be nuts not to fund a startup when there's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and you could build on top of those platforms and they didn't know how to price their customer acquisition. Like there were so many ways to grow. StockTwitch built itself on Twitter without ever spending a dollar in marketing because we were using but Twitter as our lead gen reset, You don't think the reset has been very widely telegraphed by no. go. almost I'm, every I'm voice on my in, in VC? I need $5 million out of 15 No, forget pre. those people, not the founders. Well, you need that reset. Otherwise, the returns – Get muted for ten years. So, so where are so the the the, the pre IPO stuff is getting reset. That already yeah. got reset. So yeah, where right. are we in the chain? Are the C's and the B's getting reset? Yeah, yeah, they're not Hell happening. Yeah. Yeah. So until we get a seed reset, though, I, but I'm out seeds of are so tiny. What if they don't get reset? They're so tiny. Well, that's bad because then you have these overfunded <laughs> startups that never make it to the next level, and then eventually you have a supply glut. It's just moving stuff through the system. I'm not saying it should be perfect, but if you ask me what needs to happen. And you the don't seed think investors, it's in the YCs of the world, instead of writing their blog post saying now it's different, reprice their rounds. So, so the you seed want is the, the seed asshole, that's be the asshole a, of the snake. We're yeah. not there yet. If you zooms down eighty percent and your that video is startup a, is, is still such a priced. lovely uh, visual. <laughs> well, well, you know the rabbit moving through the snake. <laughs> no, but listen, if zooms down eighty percent and your video startup is still priced at twenty million pre because you know you're not checking the public markets and VCs are willing to fund it at twenty pre, we're. Meaning that should be down 80% How too. much dry powder is still out there though? So what? much. It's too much. That's what I'm saying. So you're asking when this gets reset, if there's dumb money still putting money to work in the early stages, we're going to have muted returns for years. Well, you know there is because you see it. Yeah. I'm on the sidelines. This is your opportunity. <laughs> we want to- No, I mean, I, I actually agree. I mean, I think late stage has is not even happening. And if it does happen, it's happening at much, much, much lower prices than right. it would have happened. And there's some companies who just you know, everybody was guilty to your point. Some companies are unlucky enough to have to go out now or or go under. And so those companies are getting reset already. I think you're right. At the seed stage, I think we're certainly seeing fewer hundred pre seed. You know, that I think has gone away at least. But that I don't never I, have existed, I hope. Of course. Exist, but. but I also think I don't know, I there's like a big founder psychology that needs to change at the early stages where it just feels it's not founders. Founders yes, it is. These guys, these guys were taking money off the nails. table during founders rounds. That, that's true. Okay, and that, 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 still shit the VC. Was, that shit was Only sick. Only a dumb VC would allow that to happen. Come on, guys. But Come I'm on. saying – What I'm saying is – They're dumb nails. I, I don't think – These are guppy fish, okay? <laughs> We've turned them into monsters. 
because we treated them like they're kings. Okay, they're the same. I hear. Well, Andreessen said in any given year, there's only five that matter, and your job is to make sure that you're in one of those five. And they get that's their game. That's their game. But everybody can't be in one of the five. They can afford to do that because they can raise money the next one. Packy and I, if we don't perform, we can't. Well, there was a period where you could. Let's be honest. There was a period for the last three years you could raise your second and third fund without returns on your first fund. That's gone. You, would you admit? We'll find out. Okay, that's over. <laughs> and God bless if it isn't. But that's just bad behavior. You got to see. Well, you use the word sloppy. You. The word is sloppy. You're sloppy. right, and it's not the founders. No discipline. Founders, if you hit them over the head once and go, you're an idiot. Ten times sales doesn't exist anymore, let alone forty. We'll- Shut up for a second, okay. Howard. Look at this chart. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, 180 billion dollars of venture funding happened globally. And even still in Q1, it was 140. So where does this money go? It's got to get deployed. Fi- what is this? Fi- uh, That's what I'm saying. We're going to have muted returns for another two, so three years. It's so much f***ing money. Yeah. yeah, but it's still coming in. That's my point. It's still coming in. Yeah. Like, so you stay out. I mean, I don't know what to say. If, if a tsunami is coming, it doesn't mean it lasts for just 30 seconds. But don't a tsunami could just stay around for three don't months your, or Don't your investors years. pay you to invest? Okay, this is a great question because we – Internally at Social Leverage, my partner Tom would come to us last year and goes, I don't think we're working hard enough. I go, Tom, I don't think I've ever worked harder. Saying no to these idiots is hard work. <laughs> and, and saying no to 20 pre. <laughs> no, but I mean, is this that is saying no part of the job. Wouldn't Kathy Woods be happy right now if she'd said no more? <laughs> I like how he keeps calling Kathy well, Woods. <laughs> I mean, actually, what I'm competing against. No, and you're it's, telling it's me wood. It's wood. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but. Oh Dude, my I'll, God! The marbles, Dude, John. I'll, the marbles, John. I'll play you after. But hang on. I know I'm being <laughs> animated here, but I rarely get to come on. Go, here. go, 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 go. You are saying everything right, but what it means is the money's the money. It's going to stay in the game. People get paid to deploy. Mark Andreessen's not writing checks. You know who's writing checks? His venture partners and the young kids that they hire. You know who's going to throw under the bus in two years? Packy. Them, them, and he'll say, "Ah, we were wrong. It was a Google Glass moment." And he's going to go on to raise his next fund, just like. There was green funds in 2020 or, or yeah. 2000. Remember all that? They were early. And that's all Andreessen's going to say. We won't have that luxury. Therefore, I had to sit on the sidelines because I know my LPs will yell at me. They're going to yell at me either way, but I'd rather try and do the right thing. And it felt like valuations were ridiculous. Uh, they and were. we've talked about yeah. this. And I couldn't, when you're putting money to work for 10 years, and I've seen what a Robinhood looks like or a customer looks like on the end game. If I had paid triple for that deal, my fund returns would have been stock market returns. And what's the point of doing it if I'm going to get stock market returns? Well, so you have to say no at certain valuations. You don't think the message has gotten out yet? Not even close. Because that's, oh, that's all, that's I, all I, I hear about is rescinded offers, uh, people that's not predicting, people that's predicting down rounds. People predict like I'm. That's all I read about now in the tech press. I don't believe it. Howard, to your point about things being ridiculous, you also need a new platform. By the way, 2006 was magical. Cat videos and this, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. What we have right now is Ethereum. How much are the gas fees? We're all making fun of it. There's no platform. And go away. Try and launch a company today. Where are you going to buy users? How much are you going to pay for that user? It's a disaster. So there is no way to grow a business. Hence, Web3 should be about being the next Instagram. How do I build a $200 million company with two employees? That would be cool. But and that's where you and, but how do you attract capital? That money prom. That's that money prom. How do you attract capital? Those people are for that, making though? up things to put 10 million into a company that only needs 1 million. And that's a problem. So, Packy, you're deploying money quickly. What what are you seeing out there? Not anymore. But um, I mean, even 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 me um, have slowed down. But I'm talking to a lot of founders still. I'm seeing 
early stage prices not come down nearly as much. But I do think what my, my point on the founder psychology here is that if you say like, look, we're giving you two at eight, founders are just not, and they've never grown up in a world where they have to sell 25% well, of their company. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. That, I think that's the hard part well, more so than just like so not they having, won't, So they won't take it. I think it's less, I think it's less the, maybe the, the headline price and more the dilution that they're going to have to give up early when they're just not used to that. I think that's the tricky okay. part. Because I it agree. feels it feels irreversible, irreversible, right? That like doesn't mean the VC turns. should write the check because the founder, like, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. that's the case. And I just, oh, you're saying they thought like a year ago, I'll sell 10 percent of this, right? But and, hold on, if you're selling two at eight, what do you even have? An idea? Maybe a product? Well, you've been trying this too. Like when I did Twitter at the time in 2006 or 2007 was three on 17. That was absurd to me. And if we think about what Twitter was back then. <laughs> wait, wait, it's valued at 17 million and they They're were raising three. three. So what percentage of the company were they selling? 15%. Fifth, uh, 15. Okay, but the product was built. They had tons of users. It was already fail whale. And I still couldn't get my head around 20 million valuation. Like this week, there's still deals getting done even, at 40 pre million pre-revenue still though, also. It doesn't matter pre-revenue. They had tens of, they had hundreds of thousands of users. Yeah. They, it was viral. Yeah. And people, I, I couldn't get my head around a twenty million. So I'm not, I'm not right a lot, but I'm, I'm, I definitely have seen things. And Twitter, if that's your excuse, I'm like, guys, you don't remember what Twitter was like. Everybody was using it and complaining about it. That's why it had traction. It had a product yeah. market fit. So look, we're going to talk about fintech in a second, but I'm seeing some deals where it is seventy million dollar pre, and not knowing anything, I'm like, wait a minute, at your A round. This would seem like this would seem like a wonderful exit. If yeah. somebody would one day pay you Correct. seventy million dollars, that would be phenomenal. I sold Wall Street for five million bucks cash. My investors made eight times their money in a year. <laughs> I did the deal at a six hundred grand pre. Okay, like yeah, we have people writing you checks for like ten Gs. Yeah, yeah ten yeah, Gs in nineteen thirty six. That was a lot of it's money. So great. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> there was the art of returning capital has been lost. The idea is to. Not it's not all about the founder. The LPs are taking risk. The the VC has to think about their LPs. Well, you yeah. know what became the headline? The the amount of money raised and the people that were in the deal. Correct. That's it. It's that all was... just for fing vanity and ego in the tweets. But don't so you think when, insti when institutional money that's... came in to to see like huh. then there's like so many steps that's removed cycle. from it's the end from the end holder of the money. It's a cycle. You can't you don't even know who the investor is. It's like eight layers. But a great in investor's job. Which Kathy Woods isn't. Uh, a great investor's job <laughs> <My God>. is <laughs> a great investor's job. Sometimes is to recognize the macro and to say, "I got to stand aside." It was not easy for social leverage. Credit to, to you. To it's not credit. It it's is just our job. It is. Sometimes you get paid, and I learned by the best. Fred Wilson used to take a year off, two years off. And he was like, nothing inspires me. Hang on, it is credit to you, dude, because the music was playing and you weren't yeah. dancing. So it is credit to you. Yeah, you but we still got hit. All the companies that were late stage, Robinhood was sixty dollars, and now seven. Obviously, I sold on the you know on you, the way you up. Could, you could have collected a lot. You could have collected a lot of fees and done a lot of deals just for the sake of yeah. creating what we motion. Here's, and you here's did how not, far you did behind not do that. I am still investing out of our fourth fund. It's two years old, and we've deployed eighteen percent of our capital. Wow. Okay. So credit so, you. Come on. So instead of being down fifty percent, I'm not down, <laughs> and I think that's part of my job. Now the risk. And that's to not me, you being lazy because you're the constantly meeting here's people. Here's the problem in the industry. The risk to me, sorry to hog this, but people should hear this. The risk to me is that my LPs go broke investing in other shit, <laughs> and then when I finally make a capital call, 
They can't yeah, make like, my we're, capital call. Cleaned out. Wait, hang on. You know what we haven't that's spoken scary. about? We haven't talked about any of that. That's the risk <laughs> I'm taking, Josh. Do you get that risk? We that's, get it. That's why people rush to put money to work because right, I go. Because you're not going to be somebody's only fund. Call it all. Call yeah. it all. Call it all. Here's what we haven't spoken about. So not calling one it. of the growth of venture and all of this stuff was because interest rates were at zero for Correct. so long, and people needed to make returns. So bonds went into into dividend Correct. stocks. Dividend stocks went into growth equity. Growth equity went into venture yeah. and crypto, and so on and this so on. Is, uh, John Street Capital. Yeah. Right, like, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. He'll be at the event tonight. Oh, cool. So, yeah. so, so now we're on the other side of that, and it's been, yes. it's been a minute. Yes. And by the way, I have a little money. I Not like to break. bills. Not to break. People used to say, you know, I'd guess on my pockets, oh, Jack. I didn't even know what Jack was. It's T-bills. I love Jack. And the thing is, we're, we're, we're at a price in the market where bonds aren't paying me enough. So cash was good, like I've been like for the last year, and and stocks aren't low enough. So we're kind of in a tween zone. My rates have tick up two more percent. Let me quote have you yeah. considered I'll municipal some, bonds? Yeah, lately, dude, yeah, they're they're not bullshit anymore. Let yeah. me quote you. I can get five percent. Yields, are, doing. yields yeah. are too low and stock prices are too high. We're getting to the point though where yields are getting interesting. Right. I mean, I'm looking at how five five and a five five to five and a half percent. On, on muni bonds is Cast equivalent. You can I just equivalent yield is ten percent. Yeah. Uh, I just bought interest. my first. I, yeah. I, 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 my you know money manager, Freddie, of- my money manager, I got on Groupon. Uh, calls me one day, goes, Alan, I got a sandwich for you and an opportunity zone. Well, no, the, the hurdle muni goes bond, higher, though. I'm f-ing buying a muni bond. I'm 56. I'm like my grandfather at this point. But the hurdle on stocks, if you can earn 10% income, tax equivalent yield, so no federal Hang income on, tax not, on munis. It's not that high. It's a lo- yes, it is. No, it's not. 43% tax muni bonds are like 5%. 5%. Yeah. Oh, because you're buying with leverage. Uh, so close, right. close that, close then muni bond fund. Yeah. Okay, fine. Here, all right, here, here's the pitch. I'm, I, here I'm we go. In. Here we go. Hold on. Category, category A, category A. Here is a technology stock trading on the Nasdaq. Came public as a SPAC two years ago. It's four dollars a share. It's a billion dollar market cap. Doing nine million in is revenue. It a SPAC or is it a regular SPAC? Whatever it is, de-SPAC. Kathy SPAC. It's, it's a company. Oh. And you have to hope that at some point the revenue growth will go up, the market cap will have stopped going down, and there's like an opportunity for capital appreciation in the next three to five years. That's category A. Mm-hmm. Category B, mm-hmm. you're a New York State resident. You're at a 43% tax bracket, which yeah. is the top. I'm there. You can, you, can buy, you can buy a fund that owns munis. Maybe there's some leverage to juice the yield. And you could basically net out at you're taking risk, price go up and down, but you're earning about ten and a half percent interest. The hurdle to buy that piece of shit stock is now so much higher than it was even a year ago, and that is what changes the psychology. I am the most. I am. You know me. I'm pretty aggressive. I, it's, there's no contest. So I'm literally looking through individual muni bonds. I can't believe I'm saying that. That's ridiculous. You if you told a, me I would be saying that a year ago, let alone You need 10 like years a broker ago. named Seymour just calling you well, all Gerton. day. I'm friends with Gurton. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so, what's the most attractive muni bond right now? Uh, I'm a revenue guy. I'm, there's Arizona. an NFT <laughs> muni bond. There's a California Arizona NFT muni bond. Uh, water and power. <laughs> NFT water and power. It's a mining company. It's a digital mining company attached to the it's water. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm bullish on LaGuardia. All right, Tevi, you know what? I have a chart. Kathy Woods put it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Give me a three Woods, a three Kathy. Kathy Woods should have a Callaway line of clubs that just go down and to the left. Uh, what, are we, what are we showing Horrible. Here? Howard. No, nice. you know what? Let, let's, let's talk about some of my charts. Could you, guys, could you believe this? This, this blew my f***ing mind. F- not this. 
Look at look, throw my Facebook chart, John. Is that Yahoo oh, Finance? Yeah. Flat. Howard. Howard, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. All of Facebook's outperformance since its IPO is gone mm -hmm. relative to the NASDAQ 100. All of it. One yeah. of the best companies of all time. Every last back dollar. To inception. Yeah. Back, back to its IPO price. Okay. What's the problem? It's, it blows my mind. That doesn't surprise you? But, but tobacco did this a few everything. times. Like I've been buying Facebook down here finally and I don't use the product. But and I, I, it's, I'm scared because you don't know if the best days are behind it. It's but a screaming, like, that scream, seems like, screaming like buy. Next to a municipal bond, that seems like a good buy to me. <laughs> we were talking about this but morning. I 56. I think Facebook is a screaming buy. Yeah. 11. All right. Let me. Let, I, I don't know. Let, so what are we missing? Then, I own right? it. 11 times earn 11 times well, earnings. The meta name change is terrible. This yeah. should it was still a trillion dollar name. it was a trillion dollar market cap at its peak. It's about 450 billion now. Yeah. It's lost it's a lot. Let me let me adjust my statement. It's a buy. When yeah. it stops going down, it's a screaming buy. Does yeah. history suggest that a company like this comes back though? Yeah, listen. It does. They could do a wallet. They they have so much opportunity. They just have to wait and see. Like I said, crypto has been a disappointment at scale. If you live in Venezuela, again, like not to steal the mic, but we live in America. Crypto doesn't make as much sense to us here, nor should it. Visa, MasterCard, you know, Chamath, all these guys saying short Visa, MasterCard. Sorry. They work pretty damn good here. Too I like it's too, too easy. Okay. So it's hard for Americans, or at least someone like me who's used to making, investing at two or three pre and used to, used and living in the YouTube era still, to look at crypto and and be honest about really understanding it enough and see enough users in this to go make a difference. And so in that world, you know, that's a world that I believe we live in and we're not there yet. Hey, look at this chart. Look at the free cash flow yield of, of Facebook. Oh my God. 9% nine, 9 free cash flow yield. But it's not working. It's like, not working. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, yeah. It isn't it's working. working. No, of course not. But come on. Come but on. I, I, that's what it's I'm attractive. trained to buy that. It's attractive. Yeah. I mean, I have to buy that. Uh, Let's let's do some crypto stuff because more. Well, I think. By the way, I'm an investor in Packy's fund. He's an incredible writer. He. I want to hear. I want to he, hear from Packy. I, I want to hear from Packy on this. He's about he to did. call you Packy Woods. He's like he's, five uh, no, seconds no. away. He's not Packy Woods. Oh my god. He's Packy McCart. No, but I'm saying I discovered. I felt like I was early to the Packy train and fun one. And I used Dude, to Dude, I bought email. I bought Packy pre-IPO. I knew when he was at his old company. Like we talked yes. way early. Oh my, shit. Michael so was bullish. Michael was bullish Packy. Uh, I passed on his last company, which was uh, having sex in a random room. What was the name of the company? Uh, no. Breather. Breather. Really? I was yeah, so long. It was not breather. having sex in a random room. No, but. I wanted to. I would have been a user, but no one would have used it with me. I was a driver down of market price. <laughs> <laughs> I was breathing and there was no breather. So I would say breathing, breathing. Uh, we have to, we we have to talk about stable coins and what's been going on in the last week or so because I think most of our listeners are not hardcore crypto people, but they probably all have dabbled, as have I, in the last two years, five years, whatever. Um, wh like, what do we think? What where do we think we are in this particular crypto crash? I know the next one is always around the corner. Um, Historically, the crypto crashes have led to higher prices every time. So it's not a bad thing that it has these crashes. But what, like, what are you thinking in terms of like how much is, has enough damage been done yet in this particular episode? I've seen estimates that go as low as ten thousand dollar Bitcoin and four hundred dollar Ethereum. We're probably sitting at eleven hundred dollar ETH and twenty one thousand dollar Bitcoin right now. So there could be fifty percent down even from, from here. From here, and it could. This could be the bottom, and we could be, you know, slowly. I think just churning here for the next year. I don't think we come out. Kind of to Howard's point, like there's not a ton. You know, there's maybe 
30 million people have a MetaMask wallet and that's so kind of the passport. Zero. It's small, right? Still. I don't yeah. think you come – I don't think we come out of this bull cycle on financial – or out of this bear market into the next bull cycle on financial and speculation only again next time. I think there need to be things that have – relatively broader, at least fast-growing kind of regular person adoption where a lot of the crypto fades into the background. It's still there, but you know you have like a decentralized social product where just like Twitter in the old days, people can come in and build clients on top of it and, and there's this kind of shared user base that anybody can build on top of. I think there's going to be experiences like that, even just kind of so seeing this the So this 2000 to 2022 episode was almost 100 uh, percent, NFT is fine, but almost 100 percent about Hedge funds, speculation, leverage, uh, betting, trying to front run institutional adoption, trying to front run Wall Street. The whole thing, though, was about like th there were no products. The there price, still aren't. the price run right now is in this last cycle was to your point, you know, zero crazy, zero percent interest rates, right? Like, where do you put the money? But it was five thousand Bitcoin to seventy thousand. It was like the big one. It was the big one, right? Yeah. Um, and some uh, people Carvana were going. Carvana had the same percentage move, and that's worthless. Like again, you're putting too much on Bitcoin. Yeah. And by the way, Kathy probably owned it all the way up and all the way down. Kathy Woods with an S or a Z. No, but I'm saying Carvana had the same percentage move, if not worse, and that was full of crime. So like, as much as I like to make fun of crypto Wait, and the people, full of Carvana was like a scam. There was right, a dead person in every car. trunk. You know, <laughs> going to put his car in with dead people. Max is burning holes in it. Why is it to the internet? Sell it for more than it's worth. That's not and what they're doing. A business model. That's not what they're doing. Okay, have you looked at the stock price? Yes. Have you looked at the way oh, they know dealt the with their debt? Collapsed. I mean, dude, it's a crime. The guy's <laughs> done the same business six times, okay? okay? Whether they pin it or not is like the capital attacks, okay? Like, forget, we haven't done a good job of enforcing the law. So, like, to, to why aren't we talking about Carvana? The guy's done the same scam for six times. Why aren't we talking about Wayfair? Why aren't we talking about the fucking Galloway rec representing, I mean, telling you to buy restoration hardware at $700? Because not like, everybody's aping into Carvana. Yes, they are. Sorry. No, they're not, dude. You know yeah. any? Do you know anybody that owns Carvana? Yeah, anybody who owns an index fund owns it. Well, come okay, on. Stop Eric it. Jackson. Like, who? Eric oh, Jackson. Eric, Eric Jackson <laughs> just anyway, started I'm buying. Just saying, they're down just as much as Bitcoin. Okay, That's true. and so I'm just like enough. But it is up to founders and VCs to price things right so everybody can reset. And, and p get returns. In the end, you have to have returns. Otherwise, we're going to buy muni bonds. And if everybody wants to buy muni bonds, great. I, I do think, I mean, because I've never been a Bitcoin maximalist or price on Bitcoin and not anything. Not to brag. Not to brag. But I do think one of the interesting things about just crypto as an investment over this past cycle is that when there's all of that money slashing around, you have to put it somewhere and you have this one asset class that has no – agreed upon valuation metrics or, you know, way to value it. It is a really interesting receptacle for all of that money. And but why I, do we have to lever it up a hundred times? <laughs> but wh who's we? Yeah. You, know, we, you and I wouldn't even know how well, to do that. Well, here's the difference. Criminals doing this their thing. This is the difference. The interesting thing about this crash is that it is institutionals. It's yeah. institutions blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not retail. Retail yeah. are not dumping. They're accumulating. It's all institutions blowing the up. It's been a few, right, like three hours Three hours capital is like on the run no, but somewhere Paki, that's abroad. Serious, serious, a serious question. I can't get a good answer to this one either. This is the most volatile asset class on earth. Why also does it have to be the most leveraged? Why can't people just accept the one-to-one -one volatility and try to make money there? I've never bought 
crypto not lever. You. I, I know, Explain but, yourself. Not you. No, no, but like, I, what I, is to, that mentality? To Howard's point, it's, just, it's a wide open marketplace. Like, why are people who shouldn't be trading options trading options on Robinhood? And then also, why are they blaming Robinhood? But, and, yeah. Like, confetti is the problem that we have a bubble? Confetti was a bad idea, but it's not the reason we have trouble. <laughs> I, I, You're I, probably part of the confetti gang. I'm like, not I mean, a, we're uh, mad about confetti. I'm team confetti. Yeah. That, I, I'm, Come I'm, on, people. I'm not a libertarian <laughs> by grab any stretch your, of the imagination. Grab your like, AR-15 and let's keep the confetti. I mean, I'm not ridiculous. a libertarian, but like, I do think that there's some, like, there is some personal responsibility here. When like people talk yeah. about retail getting blown up in crypto, I agree. Most retail doesn't know how to get into a 10x levered whatever in yeah, crypto, yeah. and and so I think there is this like degenerate set that got blown up, and that is Pereira's capital, that is yeah. Celsius, that is the Luna one is tough, but like if you're trying to get 20% yield on a stable coin that's backed by another coin, like. That is risky, and you shouldn't assume like you shouldn't move all of your life savings into that. So I do think there is a degen Luna, set. Luna's down. <laughs> I gotta get a better. Internet. Yeah, I just, no. I'm just amazed. I mean, Howard, Howard DM me last uh, what was it two months ago and said Anchorage, you can get 20 percent yields. These things are stable coins, risk free. <laughs> yeah. I looked at the market. I looked at the macro as a great investor, and I said, I don't know. I publicly <laughs> said that. Yeah. That's how I publicly said that. Listen, I have made so many mistakes. We should look back at this. And luckily, these mistakes are made by kids in their 20s, okay, with $300. We joke about this all the time. It's not pretty. There has been financial crimes going on, but they've been going on forever. You know who pays the price? Honest people. Listen, I'm not perfect, but, like, cost of raising capital just went up for my firm times a billion. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pissed, too. We're all, we every, all should be everybody. pissed. Yeah. It all went up for everybody. The same as the Bernie Madoff tax. You don't trust a hedge fund. This is another moment where um, good it, guys get screwed. It's harder for And that's everybody. why I joke yeah. about yeah. Kathy Woods. And like her one job is not to be down 80%. God bless her, she was up and she bought into her own bullshit. Let's be honest. You can't be down 80%. You can't call yourself a professional and be down 80%. It's almost hard to do. And call out Tiger too. It's, it's just crap. It was just, they were trying to like index the world and that blew up. At least they had a strategy. They were trying to index the world and that was kind so of we a have, cool strategy. I mean, they're a victim of their own success, right? Because the, everybody, everybody played something. their game. They everybody. were also trying to corner the market on create like an ETF for late stage growth and it blew up. Okay, the market's not big enough. It was yet like for the it. seven minute abs to six minute abs. Like okay, Tiger, but it was go, a Tiger, good go it was a good effort. Kathy's believed her own the like the Garrett von Wagner's of this era. Remember, they were like in '99, you would look up your mutual fund on Wall Street Journal, It'd be up eight percent a day, and like yeah. Garrett von Wagner became a celebrity, and all the other Munder. names. Yeah, and we would be they were our gods. Yeah, and there was only one that got out at the top, Andy Kessler. Right? Those are the people I like. You can go read Andy every week in Wall Street Journal. Like I like to find follow people who have been through a cycle. The Fred Wilsons, the Brad Felds, the Bill Gurley's, the Andy Kessler's. Like, we should be, but you can't find them on the internet. You actually have to go look for them. Even though it's free, you got to go look for them. Shame on us for not making well, those that's people, interesting. The people the who people are, that we yeah, should see. The people who are, a free blog. People who are most willing to constantly be sharing their opinions on everything are idiots. Are also it's not coincidental, but they are concurrently the people who have accomplished the least and are most insecure, which is why they don't shut the f*** yeah. up. Like, if you ask who I read, I've always said the same thing. Fred Wilson. Well, what does Fred think about Bitcoin? I don't know. I'm sure he'll write about it on his blog when he changes his mind. He doesn't change his mind every day. Yeah. And he could be wrong, just like Mark Andreessen was wrong with the Google Glass Fund, just like the people who started a BlackBerry Fund. Tech needs platforms. If there is no platform, there is no growth. And right now... 
YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, we make fun of them. They are your best ways to get customers. And TikTok, guess how expensive it is, though, to grow on their backs? Expensive. So, Howard, long-term capital management, you were around back then. Uh-huh. They lost $4.6 billion when it almost went to zero, mm-hmm. right? They were bailed almost out. bankrupted the country. In, in 1998. Tiger, I think, has taken the crown for the 16? largest- Largest dollar declines estimated are nineteen point seven billion. Yeah. So it's probably larger now. Yeah, it's probably nineteen points. I mean, yeah, it's real money. No, you know anything over twenty nine billion is real money. <laughs> didn't we re- did we relearn this this time around? Or some people didn't need to relearn it, but just like did didn't we also relearn that the more something has to be promoted, probably the less good of an investment it is. This is like yeah. I mean, YouTube. We sat in our room. And you, you probably love YouTube, too. I'm a little older than you. How old were you when YouTube came out? 20? When did YouTube come out? 2006? 05 is when it blew up. I didn't know anything about the internet. I'm f***ing trading the stock market, miserable, running a hedge fund. And it was just cats. Women pointing their cats. And I knew it was big. You didn't have to. You remember? And we were like, oh. And, and the internet was like, oh, it's all fake content. And it's people filming their TV and it's takedown, but you knew it. It was just, and everybody was copying the YouTube, SNL video. Rever, and there was VO and there was like, it was a thing. Okay? The, the SNL video Lazy Sunday is what made YouTube, like put YouTube yeah. on the map because everybody for the first time ever could share a video via a hyperlink. Okay. And we no way to do that, that prior. So crypto hasn't had that moment. Correct. There was the Netscape moment. There was the YouTube moment. And we haven't had a moment. Ethereum paying $100 gas fees, whatever that means, for that a $3 thing is not a moment. Okay? We're having a moment now. The crash is a moment because it hopefully resets things that will create some reasonable expectations. This is why I'm finally starting another company. You think it's fun starting a company of my age, but I feel like I am so excited finally again because I understand what an NFT is. I don't understand the token part. I don't buy into the platform part. I don't like a lot of things about it, but I can finally go back to my roots in comedy, biking, and golf, the things that I love, and build something that actually could be lean, could be profitable, and could be exciting and a win-win-win. That's the greatest thing ever. I'm finally you off actually, the bench again. I don't know if I'm you finally know, off the bench. Do you, do you remember when you tried this with Twitter? You built yeah. a comedy Twitter? Yeah. And I was on there. Laughster. And I've tried it a few times. You had, it was great. You had comedians yeah. tweeting jokes. Here was the problem with that. Not all comedians are good at tweeting. Okay? Well, also, so if they the were really ver- good, they went to regular Twitter. And But again, where like, Jim Carrey is the funniest guy in the world, but he's not funny on Twitter. Right. Um, you know, so Ricky Gervais is good on both. But- you're either funny or not funny. There's no folk comedy or this. Okay. Comedy also needs a stage. We've learned that. Zoom comedy wasn't great. Zoom, YouTube comedy is great, but Zoom comedy isn't great. Needs an audience. It, even, needs an audience. Even Norm Doesn't Zoom necessarily, but comics want a stage. And digital could be great because there's all kinds of benefit. So it's the perfect time. And guess what comedy has been just shat on for the last 10 years? We need American cult, American culture Basically, all we have is comedy. We need more George Carlin. Did you watch the Bob Saget thing on Netflix? It was great. Jim Carrey. I haven't seen him on stage right. in 20 years. Chris he Rock was, said, I wish, Chris Rock yeah. had the line of the day. He said, I wish he had died dying. five years yeah. ago so Jim yeah. Carrey would have come Jim out Carrey of retirement. Jim Carrey killed. He was, he was killed. so- I, I need to watch that. He was so, so funny. So comedians are ready to come back. Okay, they're taking your phones away when you go into a club. Clubs are busy. And guess what's wrong with comedy? The comedy club owners are generally, if you watch the Mitzi Shore documentary, you see That's it's great. controlled by one person. Yeah. Okay, so, so there's certain industries that need this. Okay, music, I'm sure, needs it too. The problem with music, it's so big. Everybody's trying to recreate Spotify on the blockchain. That's just not going to work. Spotify is amazing. 
okay? Like if you were going to tell me a stock to buy other than Facebook, I'd say Spotify. They got like 400 million users, stocks trading at $20 billion. It's worth more than $20 billion. So there are values in the market. I'm not saying it's a screaming buy. I'm just saying that's a brand that you can't recreate on the blockchain or anywhere that else. That was they're one of the first against time. Apple. They're competing against Amazon, Tencent, and they're still growing. Is the founders the original founder? I don't know what it's worth, but that ain't going away. And crypto ain't going to destroy. All right, that. Duncan, cut his mic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was. I mean, Spotify was the one where the first time I remember we were on a party bus from the beach back to the city. And we had Spotify, and before we had had to like bring CDs onto the thing. Yeah, and then yeah. somebody had Spotify, or maybe we didn't have to bring CDs, but like we had download songs, Apple Music, and then we just had this thing in our hand. We we're like, "You name a song," and the song was just there. Like all of us, magic. I remember that conversation. Magic. We're like, "How do we magic. invest in this?" Yeah, still magic. We Although, still spend. I still use that app more than anything in terms too. of attention. Their video product though has killed the performance I'm of the app. Oh. Killed it. Oh, I really? use the video. So if you're listening to a podcast with their video on. Why would you watch a video? You, I, oh, it's like, like, it's Joe, like, like Joe Rogan, you like, could watch And, and a the, lot of them the do podcast. it now. And any of yeah. any time you have a video up, it, it comes up automatically unless you turn that setting off, which I've now done. I don't think you can turn it off when you're on Wi-Fi. Yeah. But if you open the app in the middle of listening, it'll just pick a random spot earlier in the episode and just go back to that. That's it, a it's, like, it's incredible. <laughs> but it's retention about, mode. If you think about Spotify and, and Web 2, Web 3. Web 2 is still strong. Like Spotify is, brings so much joy to my life. The guy has had to compete against monopolies. He's still the original founder. He's in 100 countries. Daniel Ek. Yeah, better yeah. than that guy. I mean, I, I'm just saying Web 2 is awesome. Like, let's help I, Web I'm 2 companies compete yeah. against Apple and Google. Let's not worry about the little guy. Let's make spot. Let's like embrace some of these brands that have, are, are undervalued or, or are not able to compete in a Web 2 world. That's where you say break up Apple or Google. I mean, at that level, it pisses me off. But you own Apple as your hedge. Like, there's at least a way to play that game. The Web 3 world, we need the packies and Michael Dudas and guys who were coming tonight to the event. We need them writing checks. But we need, because they understand the tech, they talk about it, they play with it, they use it. Like, we need them. But we also need something that actually can explode, like a YouTube or a TikTok. We so need that. So that. Not, that has not happened, but that hasn't stopped the amount of advertising, marketing. Well, no, no, I'm saying like the industry itself is spending tons of money to make this a thing, but it's still a thing with no point other than speculating on the prices. Yeah. So the real spending is um, the brokerages, the exchanges. It, like, There's nobody like, look at this thing I made and it's here to bring joy to right. so regular someone, people. Someone will ask me, what should I buy if, if, if I got crypto? I go, why don't you buy Coinbase? Treat it like a, it's trading at 2017 prices. I got... 92% of all U.S. retail revenue goes through Coinbase. I know prices are going to zero, but that's why the stock's $50, okay? So you can go speculate on Bitcoin right now in the public market, pay zero commission. Yeah, it could go to zero Coinbase, but that's what investing is. But you got almost venture-like returns. You go put $200 on Coinbase today. Yeah, you could lose $200 if it goes to zero. But I also think it could be $800, okay? So there's ways to treat your... There's ways right now to play the public market that are almost as good as VC market because I can go buy uh, Zoom at six times sales, but the startup version of it's a hundred times sales. That's amazing to it's me. It's amazing to yeah. me. So I'm saying like we could use it's our the heads. opposite uh, of what it used to be. Are these yeah. crossovers crossing back over into public markets? I think they are, but but it's fat. This whole subject's fascinating to me. 
like what Packy and these guys did on Substack and creating blogs, because I was writing checks into you guys. So I, I wasn't writing checks through our fund, but I was writing personal checks into guys like Packy and Niv and, and Banana Capital. And I'm like, I was firing off my own YOLO checks as schmuck insurance, not because I think they're right or wrong, because I wanted to be in the game. I, I, I'm reading Packy's blog. I don't get what he's doing. But and I don't begrudge them because I'm I can take that risk. Was I willing to put my LPs money in that? No, right? Because I'm like I if I want to blow up twenty five fifty grand of my own money, that's my speculation. That's how I learn. I think what happened is we have people of stewards of capital doing that, and that's a mistake. And Tiger shouldn't be doing that, right? Like they knew what they were doing, well, and that's why I make that, fun of Tiger. Tiger's doing that for insurance companies. Now that, that, go <laughs> back to your Fed different. thing. Go back to your Fed thing. If you would let's look back at when SoftBank did WeWork, and when SoftBank blew up with WeWork, we thought that was the top. <laughs> yeah, if you right. had told me that SoftBank blowing up with WeWork that blew a would lead to ten Ow. SoftBanks, yeah, that was a bet no one made. And that's when the f- that's what that? we're was living with right now. Seventeen. We're living in a world. So let's think about how far this bubble went. That was the top. Let's face it. That was the top of Web two. Okay, we are still above those prices with nine more soft banks in market. Yeah. We have a lot of, we have a lot of capital. Like you said, when's it going to end? We got to get below, like that money's got to burn somehow. And, and not to be bearish because I'm bullish, but like, don't, you got to know what the f- playing field looks like. And there was so much capital. How does be- that process take place though over such a long period of time? Because let's say a company, let's say a company raised money f- at five X the valuation they should have. Now they have 11 months worth of capital in the bank. Yeah. So they're not going to, like, give up. And they're not oh, they give have up. 24, Let me tell you what happened. 24, 30 everybody months of capital. Is, every, every single company in the portfolio is emailing now and saying, we, we're at 18 months Here's runway. Months. We're yeah. at 24 to 30 why? months Because they now. cut expenses, stopped hiring. Mm-hmm. And stopped that doesn't growth. mean it's a good thing. No, no. But no, no, but I'm just saying it's going to take longer not, for those instant, to work It's out. not like, oh, shit, we f***ed up. It's over. They have years to either wait for the environment to turn or yeah. young get companies don't. About. They're going to run out of money. Let me give you an example. My it's own mistake. Let me just talk is. about my own journey. Okay, stock twitch. Okay. So yeah, because we, ha- we haven't really heard much from mistake. you today so far. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really, come on every day <laughs> and I don't have my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. You do have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but We're going to plug talk. it. That's true. I love the point of my podcast is not to talk. Fair. Okay. So, uh, and you can edit this out. He comes on our podcast to have I'm his own podcast. Educate. I'm trying to educate. Your audience <laughs> needs education. So listen to this. I'm just trying to be honest. So StockTwits comes along. I sell Wall Street. Everybody's throwing money at me. And for a minute, I thought I was smart. And let me tell you, I'm the living proof of what how long a cycle could go on. I love StockTwits. I love Rishi. All the people that have been Justin. They'll be at the event. Phil, if I could do it over again. The smartest thing I would have done is Fire not Phil. take – Well, yes, not hire <laughs> Phil, of course, and save spit. Go right to Rishi. Lucky there wasn't COVID back Skip then. Skip right over to Rishi. Skip right over to Rishi. Lucky there wasn't COVID then because Phil would have given it to everybody in the city. The – the um, <laughs> He's seeing him tonight. <laughs> you know, he's kind of – The guy was spitting before spitting was cool. The, the, the fact that we overfunded stock twits for its era – has led to 12 years of us trying to grow into a valuation based on the business model. Do we want all, there's not a lot of, like that's not a journey that I want to send kids. Are kids really prepared to be at something for 12 years? Hell no. Exactly. And VCs need to ask that question. When we're sitting in a board meeting in 10 years, are you going to be just as excited about this? And are you going to find a board member that wants to sit with you making 8% IRR over those 10 years while you grow into that valuation? 
you, we've sent a lot of founders out in the world that look like stock twits, way more than I was. We've sent a thousand times more stock twits out into the world. What do you mean with by this that? money? So now Meaning, they raise too oh, much got it, got it, got it. and a too high valuation. Because at least with stock twits, I could go on Twitter and get users and not spend money. Now you've these kids have money. Should they burn it on overpriced uh, customer acquisition or should they just give it back? So I have what founders happens? calling me saying, I'm just going to wind down and give what everybody happens to all that money that's been money? raised in, them. In, in subprime companies. What happens to them? Well, good founders will give it back and just say, they're not giving it back. On. I'm saying good VCs will go to their guys and say, we should reset right now and reset the table stakes. The ones that are later on are harder. I'm just saying, as investors, we got to be patient. Like, we I would say to Packy, say no to a lot more deals, which yeah. it sounds like he's doing on his own. Because just because you you shouldn't say yes just because the price was set by somebody else, because you got to think about your long term IRR and you got to think about your DPI. And DPI is the cash on cash return. And we have to start thinking about that or LPs are going to get pissed. And then this whole cycle gets worse and worse and worse because we need venture capital in the system for the public markets to work. And that's what got me so excited about the last cycle. I knew there were hundreds of companies coming. And so I was a great run. Now I'm worried because we haven't primed the pump with anything good because we don't have platforms to launch them. There's no YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. And um, there's over expectations. And the public markets are basically shut because of interest rates. So there's a real dilemma. How long do you, I mean, like, this is the, the question. How long do you think it lasts? And then what do you think? I mean, like, obviously no crystal ball next cycle looks like. Because every crash has come back higher. Yeah. This, does, this doesn't stop until the Fed Fed stops raising rates. I yeah. think it's that yeah. simple. That, but eventually that politics, the regime will change. Yeah. And the way the Fed has been politicized is you, it's hard to bet that the Fed won't switch eventually. If At least they're in a position to cut. Sooner, your companies have to make year, it to maybe? 2024 when the Fed cuts rates and then we're back. Then we're Fred back. Will, I go to this Fred Wilson thing. Go read Fred's post like a month ago. He said, it's going to take 18 months. Like, so they, till we cut. Yeah, yeah. So if you ask me today, I said, go read Fred Wilson's post from two months ago. When he's wrong, we'll know. But like smart people we have also, though, passed legislation that made it easier for regular people to invest in pre-IPO companies and I think that opened the floodgates to a lot of crowdfunding and um, the Jobs Act specifically was about, hey, this shouldn't only be for billionaires. Regular people should have the opportunity to invest in pre-IPO companies and, and capture more of the upside. So that was, I think, one of the defining characteristics of this cycle. And a lot of people either became angel investors or – uh, started angel funds like it, and it was good. I think on balance it was good thing, and now it's the educational part. Like oh, not everything goes straight up. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about down rounds because mm. it seems to be the entire premise of this is you can't have a down. If you have a down round, it's almost like which is obviously bullshit because in the stock market stocks go up and down. Yeah. Why can't why can't we have down rounds that aren't a mark of shame in the private markets? Is that something that's about to happen where that gets normalized and people are like, yeah, I raised higher before. I need more capital. I'm raising lower. No big deal. Are we going to get to that point? I mean, I guess one is that employee options are underwater and employees end up being the ones who get hurt the worst. I think when when things like this happen, even founders, if the VCs like them, can kind of renegotiate their package and do yeah. all that. But the employees are the ones who end up getting hurt. And so I think retention becomes a challenge in this with, market. With the down round. That's part down of the round. stigma. Right. Part of the stigma is, is that. And part of the stigma is if everything's going up and you do a down round, then okay, so you're that's the not company. the problem so right now. In this in this market, right. I think we'll see a bunch of down rounds if people need to raise money. I don't know. Your point on preemptive down round and just getting it out of the way now, have you seen anybody 
doing that. That seems trickier. I do think that in 12 months, eight months, six months. Somebody has to be first. It's trickier because they had these party rounds. It's not trickier if you have professional investors on your cap table. Like, so I've done it twice. Did it with stock twits. That's not fun where where you tell your friends that were investors that they've got to put more money in or they're going to get recapped. But it's it's an adult thing that happens, right? Um, Right? Like you, you, you didn't yell at me. Like we, we had a recap. I'm still mad. Yeah, but you didn't yell. There's a difference between no. You know what I did? Actually, I called the I called the and Rosen and I and I and I and I made some, a list of demands. He won't be there tonight. Okay. So uh, so we have to get through this part of it. Okay, like it happens. no, but but here's one. Here's uh, I did it. Alpaca. I've done a recap. I don't want. I'm not a private equity guy. So. Uh, I've been through it twice. I won't invest in an overpriced round because I don't want to go through a recap. Here's what I want to ask you. New money doesn't come into a down round. A down round is almost always people who are already trapped basically no, trying we, to make we, the best of a no, good no, situation. No, it just depends who the founder is. And when we did Alpaca, it was all new money after the we squeezed out okay. Y Combinator and a bunch of people. Like I remember with Yoshi, and I've talked about this story. Right. He came to me, pitched me his YC deal, three on 17. I said, pass. Like, I love you. And then he came back six months later, and it was a $6 million round. And I said, go fall on your sword. Go clean up the cap table. I told him what to do. Guess what? He did it. And so when he came back, we honored our term sheet, and we did a $3 million round at six. How do now you, it's a $500 million company. How are you passing on, on deals, that, like on companies that you, th- that you really like? What's like mean? Companies that you think are, are very attractive, just fundamentally. What is, it has to – again, I work for my LPs. So this is, this is what I'm trying to tell other – because we have an emerging manager fund right now. And I'm like trying to say, like, do you like it as an 11% IRR? Because you can go buy the S&P index fund. You have to think about what this looks like at the end of 10 years. What's the IRR could look like? And what could my ownership look like? That you, what Liking it is why we're in a problem. Not understanding how cap tables look and what uh, exit looks at a certain valuation went away. But you can go look at Bill Gurley or Fred Wilson and they talk about portfolio construction, right? If you invest at seed stage rounds at $3 million or $6 million and get out at a billion versus a $20 million and get out at a billion, just go look at the math. And you'll say, shit, I might as well put my money in the QQQs or, or something else. If people just looked at those cap tables that have been – those guys have built those things out on the open web, go look at it and just run your own numbers. And then you, that's what – then decide what liking is. So there's liking and then there's liking where everybody like can the make company, money. But not like it as an investment. Correct. Right. Well, it's hard because what – should be hard. They're math. But what initially attracts – what initially attracts you to that investment is that you like what the company's okay. doing. So this goes like to Twitter. This is what like makes Fred Wilson the best investor. He still did Twitter at 20 because I couldn't see it being worth $400 million in 2007 because I was like, how am I going to make 20 times more money? And he owned money? a lot. He owned a lot He of understood that $400 million, this is going to be $4 billion. I don't have that ability. That's, yeah. I'm not Fred Wilson. So if you're not Fred Wilson, be honest with yourself and realize that Price does matter. To Fred Wilson, it may not matter because he's seen patterns that we don't understand. And there's other Fred Wilson. I'm just saying I'm not that good, so I have to worry about price. Hard pivot. Sergey Brin is uh, going through a divorce. Mm. Net worth is $93 billion. <laughs> I don't think there's a print up there. It seems like this could be the biggest divorce of all time, um, do- dollar-wise. Chris uh, Rock Bezos. says it's 70%. Other Chris than Rock G- was doing a podcast that goes, Bezos. not 50%. It cost me 70 all right. So 70, uh, he's he's going to lose $60 billion how, how long have you been married for? Five years. Okay. How long, How long? you and Ellen? 25? Four or uh, 500. <laughs> four or 500 years? No, 26 years. 
So this is my this is my theory here, and we talk to high net worth uh, investors. Who, they're not ninety three billion dollars, but there are divorces, there are separations, and from what I've seen, I think, and I don't know what the number is, but there comes a certain dollar amount where you no longer have to make any compromises as a couple, and you could almost live separate lives because you never have to say no to anything. Like I don't know what the number is. I'm sure ninety. It doesn't mean 93 billion. Let's say it's a billion. I could I could do whatever I want with my time. Uh, any hobby I pursue, I could buy everything. Boats, you name it. And then my wife, same thing. She could do whatever the hell she wants. We never have to struggle. We never have to have a compromise with each other. We never have to sit down and say, look, I know you really wanted to do this, but we have to do that, right? I know you really wanted to go to Paris, but I promised the kids I would take them to London. In these cases, it's it, let's do both. And let's actually buy a house in both cities. Right. So if you never have to do that with your spouse, the question is like, can any marriage survive billions and billions of dollars? It, se- it seems like in the last five years- I'm willing to try that. Every famous hedge fund manager, every famous tech uh, billion, they're all divorcing, like literally within the last five years, it, it, it appears to me. What, let's, let's, hear, let's hear from you. Should what do you think? from Ellen? Let's call. Let's call. get Ellen on the. Phone. We have a caller. Ellen, we have a lifeline. What do you think? What do you think? Like, can any marriage? Like, I can't picture win your, that picture yourself in that situation. How, how how do you survive that much money? I can't even imagine. No, of course, that much. I'm giving it to you hypothetically right now. You you and your wife never have to make a joint decision on anything. You could both do whatever you want, to the point of living separate lives. You do have you, people watching the kid. All the time, yeah. yeah. It feels like the family just but gets. Less. Once you get to a certain number, you're a public figure, and if you have a, if you have a billion dollars, you're probably probably literally every single person in your vicinity, surrounding area, knows that you have a billion dollars. You can't hide a billion dollars. Can't hide a billion dollars. You have unlimited choice. This is this is not good. No. You have you have uh, you have women chasing you. At any time, at like I mean, this is try writing go. a newsletter professionally. I mean, this is my life. <laughs> yeah, no, this. I know yeah. we're getting very <laughs> close to reality. You should see my DM. Yeah. <laughs> you should see the type of creeps that come into my DM. But so none but, of them women. But so you have on unli- you have unlimited you choice, the, and it's not good. And you think you're God on top of that. By the way, Ellen and I right, do forget have, what it does to your personality. Totally, Ellen, yeah. we talk about money all the time. Like, let's be honest. Like. You talk about with your wife money all the time. I am told about money from uh, my we, wife. It's different. We talk about it. And we got and I always said, like, what's the number? Like, what's the number that like we all need we all stress? Wait, out. what's the number that what? That that you feel comfortable where you just don't have to argue over every little purchase. You're right? not you're not there. you're there. You've been what there. Do you mean? You've been there. That's what I'm saying. We talk about it all the time. Right. Because in the end, as soon as you make money, guess where it goes? The government or your kids. So in the end, my kids have all my money because that's how the government works. I had a choice to put the money in a slat or a trust, and you guys do this for people. Mm-hmm. Unless that's the real honest discussion. We don't know. His money's given away already. Yeah. So their fight will be different because guess what? They may not have the money, hopefully, in their kids' names. And their lawyers, when they set up those slats, were like, you know, when you do this, guess what? Like – you, are you sure you want to do You've this? You've given up your access yeah, to this Yeah, so money. I'm saying these are different type of arguments. We need but slots our, on, the, on the blockchain. They're immutable. Yeah, I don't even still know what a revocable, irrevocable thing is. I just feel like it's America set up that you give it to your kids or you give it to the government. Um, that's not a hard choice. You give it to your oh, kids. Oh, you give some away. People give some away. Yeah, they set up these donor uh, funds or whatever. Bez- Be- uh, Bezos divorced a couple of years ago. Bill Gates... The last year, Johnny Depp, Elon Musk is on his third divorce, brand new one. 
Um, Murdoch just got divorced. These are all billion. These are all billion in Murdoch this week. One other thing, maybe, but that's just math. Fifty percent of people or sixty percent get divorced. I mean, Sergey Brin got married in twenty eighteen. Yeah, so God they, bless. They made it four. They made it four years. Why even bother? Oh, you're definitely more likely to get divorced at that at higher incomes or net worth. Yeah. There's no doubt. It's yeah. right. So I, I think they're because so I don't know what the number Where's is. The line, but it's probably not that high. I just I feel 50? like the, the less friction there is surrounding money the less opportunity there is to actually have a marriage based on like that kind of part, that universal, like we have yeah. to do this together. We have to be on the same page. If you don't have to be on the same page about anything, then, and yeah. and you have so much money that you have just endless choice, then why even? I don't have that problem yet, but it'd be a nice problem to have. I just think what it, if you have money young, it is harder because yeah. you go spend it on stupid stuff. Like, like, <laughs> And, and in a pre-cloud world, there was just so many bad ways to spend money. In a cloud world, it's hard to spend money. Like, you don't need a plane, right? You don't even need to fly business class anymore. Like, the point is, you can put up with seven hours and coach if you have to. Like, I like flying business class here. At 12 grand, I'll do coach and yeah. stay at a nicer hotel. Like, the, mar- the prices will determine... And that's why inflation and interest rates really are the discussion because the one thing I liked doing when I made a little money was going business class to Europe. And then when I saw recently I went to Amsterdam, 12 grand, it, two Ambien and a better hotel. When are you going? And, to, are you going to Europe this, this summer? Yeah. When do you leave? September. Oh, you're going oh, late. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Where are you all summer? Are you in US? San Diego. Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Okay. But prices, you know, flying is crazy. Right now, I'm going, so, to, I'm going to Italy this summer. You'll have a ball. Forget about forget about flying. Hotel prices, Price, crazy. Holy shit! Yeah. So it's, that's inflation. That's really the discussion, right? Like we've we've really there was inflation in travel already. They're really bad. This morning, I noticed my coffee was three dollars and forty cents. I got a twelve a ounce Duncan? twelve ounce from from Starbucks. I said, "Wait, what? What? What?" Ooh, I remember money? paying two dollars and twelve Water. cents. Three bucks and forty cents for a small coffee. That's yeah. that's a that's so that's the real problem. Like Max who lives on a budget, our son, right? And he's a good kid, doesn't spend a lot of money. Like, he called me, like, a couple months ago. Dad, I'm, like, way short, you know, because he drives a lot. And he didn't realize that, like, $200 a month became $800 a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. he was short. And so and if my quick. son's short $500 a month, like, out of the blue, he now knows about the economy. So it was a good lesson. And But luckily, we can afford to help our kid. Multiply that times millions of families that no. can't afford that. Like we should be. That's why we're in trouble. And and we are talking about goofy stuff when like my son is the my the people that can't afford to do that or my daughter living on the Upper East. Like she has an education and like we have to support. She's she feels bad, but I'm like treat it like university. I'm sure New York's always been this way, but four grand for Upper East. That's crazy it's money. Been, it's always been that way. Okay, but but yeah. I'm saying like oil is the first time that my son got woke to like put him woke. on the upper east he won't need gasoline anymore he'll just need he'll just need he'll just but need kids Ubers. are gonna figure this out they're gonna you, live they live experiential lives yeah. they they figure out how to get by but the oil is a is a big one when what i was, was max's age we were living through 9-11 so every, yeah. everybody every, every generation has their shit they have to live yeah. through did you yeah. see the video of the people in the long line for the apartment like shithole apartment in New York, the line was, I think, three stories of people waiting. That's to go two see years this. after New York City is dead, by the way, which is inqui- really incredible. That was the greatest, I think. Oh, the greatest post? Of, yeah. What a dick. Where is he? You I talk think he to him? meant to. No, I haven't talked to him. Who are you talking about? He, no, he means to provoke. You know. That's what I'm saying. Who are you yeah, talking about? He did that on purpose. Al, 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 Al
But that was a hell of a blog post to get everybody to comment on. Well, if it? you right, so he won. That's he all wins. he wants he to troll. do. Right, he's a good troll. He's coming back for Web Four. Something tells he me he has a comedy club. Yeah, a physical no, I know, one. A I know physical that. one. I know that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap. We're gonna do favorites though. Um, we're gonna do. You, you've been on the show before. Books, movies, TV shows, whatever you're into these days. Doesn't even have to be that podcasts. Like, what do you what do, what do you what do you got for what do you got for us on favorites? I I'm not a podcast guy. I love Smartless for whatever reason. Yeah, because I just I'm not even fans of them. I just love the guests and the way. It's great. Yeah, they're good. Who they had on recently? They had on the guy. Um, I have so many senior moments. The good looking guy from uh, what? Rob uh, Lowe. No, <laughs> the good looking guy. <laughs> what? He's good looking. Down, uh, Michael from, Batnick. He was just on. From the wedding movie uh, where they the all go. Uh, You're so old. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, they have Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be so God. bad on Pyramid Square or wherever it was. Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> on Good Times with oh Jimmy Carter. You'd be terrible on, on Pyramid Square. My Squares, memory is gone. But the that yeah. was What else can't you remember that you liked? <laughs> the, the Peaky Blinders is okay. Season seven or six. Uh, Did the they put all the episodes good. out? Or yeah, Peaky Blinders. I gotta watch it. Uh, all the it's episodes. It's my favorite out. show. Yeah, it's very good. I feel like I, I now feel like smoking again after watching Peaky Blinders. That's all they do is smoke and kill people. And then uh, the Top Gun movie wasn't bad. Oh come on, it was so good. It was so good. I said it wasn't bad. That's a good rating by me. <laughs> That's an A plus. Packy, what do you got for all us? Right, so I am on a a Mars kick a little bit right now. Okay. Uh, so I'm reading. Red Mars by Kim Stanley Robinson, same person who wrote The Ministry for the Future. All kind of like nearish sci-fi. This one, they go to Mars in you know 20 years from now, and they're d- debating whether to terraform it or keep it the same or super interesting. Um, and watching For All Mankind on Apple. Is it good? Apple TV. It's I really old, like right? it. It's an old show. Uh-uh. It's, it's actually, I think we're on season four. Three? Oh, so it's like keeps going. It just keeps going. I, I just heard about this, but this is... Like the man in the high castle, how that that was if the war had turned out differently. This is if the Russians beat the Americans to space. Oh, I love shit like that. And then we just like kind of kept competing. And then we actually just for the past 50 years continued to go to space. That one's really, really cool. Okay. Did you read Project Hail Mary? Uh, read Project Hail Mary. So they're making a movie out of that. Who's going to play the spider rock? How's that going to work? <laughs> I swear to God, they're making a movie out of I that. I think it's probably, it'll be the dinosaur from the dinosaur show. That's kind of what I was picturing the whole time I was reading it. Wait, what's Project Hail Mary? It's by the same guy that did the Andy Martian. Rare. Yeah, the yeah. same guy who did the Martian. It, those books are cool because the guy's like, you know, so good. somebody wakes Martian's up on a spaceship. The movie with Matt Damon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this one, somebody wakes up on a spaceship and they're like, trying to figure out their memory was is gone and they're trying to figure out using like math and physics like what the hell is going on and then he meets an alien it's, it's, it's great it was a really good book um mm. i didn't know they were making a movie yeah. though. That'd be really i think good. ryan gosling's playing the character uh, bad nick what do you got for us the handsome guy from the movie with the yeah uh i saw the first two episodes of the old man on hulu with jeff bridges and john, that and, john oh, Li- and john lithgow i'm intrigued i'm gonna I'm, I, I like where they're going. Um, too early to say. Too early to say. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to say one way or the other. But the Bob Saget tribute. It's good. So on stage was. Uh, was that on? Yeah, uh, Netflix. Okay. So Jeff Ross and uh, I forget who else was hosting, but at one point, Chris Rock and Jim Carrey were on stage together, just bullshitting, and it was just seeing that was sort of surreal because you never see them together like mm-hmm. that. So that was good. Did you see the Netflix Hall of Fame? They created their own comedy Hall of Fame too. And they and they uh, put in um, Richard Pryor and George Carlin and um, 
What they put, they put the old videos up of no. They elected for Robin. Williams. They 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 created their own like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for comics themselves, which again is part of comedians That's pushing cool. back. And they picked four great people to be in the first one. Did Joan you watch Rivers. that yet? The George Carlin documentary. Yes, loved it. How good was that? I want to watch it again. Loved it. Uh, Judd Apatow did that. Yeah. Like obviously, so Carlin, well, but it was that. so well done, wasn't it? We need yeah. more. That's another thing that I say. We need more Judd Apatows, right? He's like, one of the a world kind. Needs to, but there's more. Like we, that's part of Web three too. We need more people like that. Well, they're we out be, there. We should be crowd, We should be crowdfunding movies. But they're out there. Yeah. There's Judd Apatow's out well, there. Well, we need who have great domain experience, like you guys with finance. Like we, like you and I did a documentary. It's phenomenal. When is that? Like com- we have one coming out. When is that the, coming the guy out? Guy did such a great job. Uh, What's the latest? A month or so. Okay. Oh, what, are you really? talk- what the f are you talking about? Howard. I funded a documentary that Howard's Josh like, came uh, and did. Produced a documentary. About and what? it's called This Is Not Financial. It's about my Advice. early childhood. No, what is it about? It started out about GameStop and ended up being a movie about a kid trading Dogecoin. And it's going to be, it's like reminiscence of a stock operator 2.0. There's so many lessons <laughs> from this movie. It's going to be dope. It's dope. We showed the nine minutes at, at Palooza at my event. Okay. Audience went Come on. bananas. Really? Was I in any of that? You left. You worked hard. You will not be thrilled because, but you were the only one who was not cut a lot. Okay. Because the story turned. The Wait, story why won't turned. I be, why won't I be thrilled? Did well, I say because you that spent such be amount of time helping us, and okay. you're, you got cut a lot. I have okay. a friend, but, I have... but that's how movies work. I had to learn yeah. how it works. Um, <laughs> but, but this arc. Of what Doji, like what Doji did. Who the f*** is Doji? I've heard Doge, no, Doggy. Whatever. You're a Doji but guy? What Doji did is is what the market, did. you know, it's like, a, and follow a couple of the arcs of some of these oh, people. All these, oh, wait, all these people that commented Wrote for the it up. Got, uh, got caught out? Yeah. And they're all mad at you? No, they're not okay. mad. I'm just saying, that's how, I don't yeah. know how a documentary works. No, like, me either. Because the story changes. Right. But the story is, it's just been such a learning experience funding a documentary. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I would do it again because they take too long. But like, yeah, creating, I say, when did we film this last summer? Yeah, yeah. They they got to put this up on but, YouTube. No, but because stories take time to develop, yeah. and that's movies are ama- documentaries are amazing. But like being involved in it, not as fun because it takes two years. Totally. You, you know, it's like a startup. Yes, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, what are you watching? I just I just finished uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Ugh, it sucked. It's so disappointing. Uh, I don't like the way they use Darth Vader. So disappointing. I feel like he should be on the big screen only. You're you're, take, you're stealing my take. That's my take. No, but you're right. Yeah, thank they you. They were very casual with him, like almost like he's taking cell phone yeah. calls. He's too big for the small screen. Yeah, it's Darth f-ing Vader. You don't put him on a. It's disrespectful. He, but oh. he's not even like yeah. an important. He's not even an important character. Although in the, the, show. the last fight scene with Obi at the at episode six was good. It's just I don't I don't love how they did it's that. Cheap. It's cheap. They're also like forging all these connections it's between cheap. the characters. No, they're, they're ruining it. They're ruining it. It's like too cool. It's too convenient. It shrinks it. the they're universe that all it. these people knew each other. Yeah. So am I allowed to ask a question? Yeah. To each one of you. Yeah. Yes. So what's that one idea that's got you fired up? Oh man. Ooh. I mean, I got to know you're here. I, I'm going to talk to you after, but we should have asked. The one because we've been bearish, so let's hear what right, you're I'll, I'll, I got one. I'll yeah, let you think. Yeah. The one thing, Uni bonds, the, <laughs> right? The two idiots. And by the way, high five. We're right, but let's hear yeah, what yeah. the young ones say. Um, so this is a, a shameless plug. I'm excited for our conference, Future Proof. We're gonna. Oh, I can't should. be there. I think I'm gonna be out of you're town. Gonna be in, uh, you're gonna be we early. have two thousand financial advisors there. All the fintech demos, the stuff that Howard won't be funded, but we will. We're super excited to be, for that. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I'm excited for you. I just can't be yeah, there. Next I mean, time. I'm super bullish send, on your uh, industry. Send, yep. what's his name? Send uh, Tom. Matt or Don? Uh, d- uh, Don. Matt yeah, and Don. Matt. Yeah. Send them both. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
comps. So let's just talk because I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, uh, for me, I think, so I brought on these two guys part-time, one who's doing kind of biotech and one who's doing kind of space and, and deep tech side of things. And one, I think both of just those broad, broad, broad areas are super fascinating, but two, just getting to learn from these like young guys who are, you know, the one guy is a PhD candidate in genetics at Stanford right now. And so he's like in it doing the science, but also has a little bit of an investing background and just getting to kind of learn from him in real time, what's going on there what's happening with kind of people starting to use RNA as, as kind of, you know, a, a therapeutic for a whole lot of things. Like there's just a lot of fascinating stuff going on in, you know, we'll, we'll stick with biotech on this one in particular. Um, so it, just learning about that world, which I had very little exposure to has been a lot of fun. What do you, what are you most fired up about? Yeah. The, what I'm working on myself. The comedy. Okay. Cause Can we like, tell people what it's called. Yeah. Laugh lounge. Laugh lounge. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's just a comedy NFTs and it'll, we'll. Are they for sale yet? No. Okay. And, and it, it's it's not that they're for, they'll be a, it's a membership thing, and I think it, we're just gonna just have so much fun with it. It's for people who love comedy, and it's for goofballs that maybe want to be in comedy and closer to the comedians, and hopefully not offend anybody, but like like truly build community around comedy, and hopefully launch a club because like. Because it's like building a church. Like we'll raise money and hopefully build a club one day and we'll show people what it's like and it's like we work or some kind of club for comedy. It's one each for you. So your kids who I watch on Instagram with you, are they just TikTok? Like what are they – is it YouTube, TikTok? Like what do you find them they, spending? So they use Snap the way you and I use text. OK. They don't text mm -hmm. or they'll like – they'll text a little bit but all of their group – Groups are set up in Snap, and they will never leave. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually not iMessage. No, okay. they will never leave Snap. Okay. Snap is to them what SMS uh, text is to us. Hmm. Uh, Instagram, they don't they they don't post at all. Right, uh, they, but they they follow your... celebrities on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But it's almost the, they will put up stories, but their timelines are empty. Uh -huh. Kids are not leaving stuff up. Uh -huh. And they're just not in, they're not that into the likes that they get from putting up posts. Uh -huh. So they're putting up stories and they're talking to each other back and forth via story. And then TikTok. Uh, yeah, TikTok is like just mindlessly just. But they're on like, it the most. All the time. You know, I want to scroll up, 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 up. Yeah, I have, I have like a, I'm a verified no, uh, but do TikTok you use it? user. Like, do I sit on it? Yeah. And scroll. That's not that interesting to do me. Your, your kids are too young. No, but I want to. I get it. I, I, I want to amend my answer. I'm fired up about raising my kids. I've got a five and a three. Oh, man. Enjoy it. And this is like the most amazing time ever. Yeah. And uh, credit to you again. What you wrote on your blog the other day about Ellen and you guys are over the hump and you yeah. did a good job. That was very sweet. I don't know if we did. I was saying more that we we don't have a choice anymore. We did what we did right. and they're gone. Right. You did, so, you did a good job. Yeah, we we're, you did we're a good really, job. We did a good job because I still traveled a lot. Like she had to do her more than me for years, but like they like us. Let me quote yeah. you. Yeah. Let me and, let me and, quote let me us. quote you to yourself. You said my kids are out of the house, and most of my opportunity to be a great father is gone. I had my time based on how they treat me, Ellen, each other, and other people. I think we did great. That was very sweet. Yeah. And by the way, like my daughter was, you know, um, she called. She'll DM me sometimes. She goes, "You're on fire today." <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> how great is that? Like, not like you embarrass the f*** out of me when you get off Twitter. Like, almost like I'm like, she's too nice Where to me. Where is she? She's following you on Twitter? Well, she uses, she does Twitter for rally and she goofs yeah, yeah. and stuff. But she doesn't like doing it. But she, she gets me a little bit. And she's not embarrassed by me. And the same with my son. Like, I don't embarrass him. So, I mean, that would be horrifying. Uh, like, I got yelled at on the internet. I'm talking too much today or whatever. But, like... 
to not embarrass him is cool. Oh, Packy, you have a two. How how much comfort was he that the rough the rough week a couple of weeks ago? Oh my god. Um. So yeah, he was you know in the hospital yeah. a couple of weeks ago, three days, totally fine. It was bronchiolitis, so like we knew the whole time he was fine. He's the best. I mean, he's like just sitting in the bed, like you know, IV in, oxygen in, just like laughing and trying to get out of the, the bed. And the whole, he's he's the absolute best. It's like I feel like we're in a spot now kind of from 18 months on where he's like saying full sentences and he's just becoming this like little person. It's the, the absolute best. best. What are you, two and six? I've got a three and a five and it is just beyond yeah. joy. It it really is. Is. The, the four till 14 is heaven. Rachel never was going to say four. Rachel was always say like, like me. zero to 12. Okay, for me, and then, Rachel's been perfect the whole time, meaning yeah. she's like me. And Max went from 14, wanted to see me dead until recently. But getting over the hump with Max I'm in the has been t- I think I'm in the toughest. I think I'm, other than when they're infants and you can't How put them down. How old is 15? This is, it. This is yeah, the hardest it's, it's ever been for me. It's tough. 16 and 13. Yeah. yeah. They f***ing hate me, hate my wife, hate each yeah. other, hate their friends, yeah. uh, hate That's school, tough for them. hate camp. COVID was tough for that age. <laughs> I mean, they just, they're... Their negativity feeds their when they get silly, they get silly together and it feeds on and it's adorable. And I love seeing them like happy, but then it works the other way. If one of them is is going through some shit or yeah. is in a bad mood, it's infectious. Yeah. And then the other one becomes like sullen and but don't get right, get, get uh, close my door. Don't look at me. Don't talk. Stop asking me quite, you know, and I get it because I was that until about like three years ago. (laughs) Well, here's what I would. But it's hard. Here's what I would give you advice because I'm on like so many different sides of this. So I have friends who are in their late 50s who are doing it a second time. Yeah, no. Like, oh, my God. Later for that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. And they'll they'll complain to me. I say, hang on. I didn't advise you to get married a second time. (laughs) And I'm not coming to your bouncy party. For your one-year-old That's in my right. 50s. That's, That's right. I'm That's manscaping rough. by myself in the dark. <laughs> That's right. We did that already. Day. We did that Holy already. Holy f***er, some mistakes being made by people Sloppy behavior. Age. Sloppy behavior. So enjoy the two-year-old, whether you're happy with your wife or not, and enjoy your 13 to 15-year-old and do it once. Yeah. And be the f*** done, which is what my blog post was about. Like, man, I'm so happy that I don't have to do it again. Oh, no, no, no. There won't be. It's, it's medically impossible. But I'm saying you have one chance to do it. I'm hanging out with my <laughs> nephew today. Like, I love my nieces and nephew. Like, I mean, and in the end, we're all going to be in the recruiting business because in the end, we're all going to know enough companies and we all have these great networks and we all want our smart kids working for our smart companies. Yeah. So really, we all end up in the recruiting business, which is what the joy of my life is right now is like, these kids are smart. These 20 to 25 year olds are actually smart and they yeah. want to work hard. So place, so we're basically all in the placement agents. Like I can't believe how many opportunities there are for kids our age. And so part of our job is making sure we just get them to this age, right? Because it gets better because there's so many great jobs. Like seeing Rachel work in Soho and seeing Max in Montana, like they're very different kids and there's just so many opportunities for kids if we just get them launched. Right. So like watching you guys raise your kids is hysterical to me because I know you're kind of enjoying it, but I also know the hell it's, yeah, it's that's both. going no, on. I'm, I'm in love right now. I'm in, on, a, I'm in the right. sweet spot. At any given day, it's one or the other or some combination of the two, but yeah. that's what we're doing. So yeah. uh, we're going to we're going to leave it there. Uh, do you guys have fun today? You guys have. Yes. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> this is the, this <laughs> was transformative you, for you, I feel like. <laughs> this was, I'm never going to do another investment again, but. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm waiting for three he's, he's and six. He's going to sit in cash for the next cycle. That's we're, okay with you. still at that point. Hey, shout out Nicole, Duncan, John. You guys did a great job this week. Thanks so much. Um, for those of you who are listening to this episode and have always wished that they could actually watch it, 
we do that. YouTube.com slash The Compound RWM. All of our The Compound and Friends episodes also become videos late in the day on Friday. So make sure to go ahead and look for that. New Animal Spirits Monday. New Animal Spirits Wednesday. New Portfolio Rescue with Ben Carlson every Thursday. Duncan's on that show too. My bad. Uh, Every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. And what we're doing on Portfolio Rescue is we're answering your questions. Ben Carlson is answering your questions. Duncan is asking them. And we'll usually throw a couple of other experts in there too. So make sure to look for that. Okay. Uh, We're going to wrap up. Like and subscribe. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks to Howard. Thanks to Packy. Two of the best. We uh, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. All right, let's wrap. Oh, man. Woo! Nice that was That was the best. Gonna be oh, man. Now, none of the listeners want to have kids or make investments. <laughs> <laughs>